Welcome to the Bentonville Beacon, where we bring you success stories from business leaders and owners about their triumphs and growth in the Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas community. You'll hear about how Bentonville has been the backdrop for incredible growth, not only for businesses and their employees, but in their personal lives as well. Tune in, subscribe, and enjoy hearing about Bentonville, where you get more of what you want and less of what you don't. Welcome to the Bentonville Beacon Podcast, where we're sharing stories and advice from the entrepreneurs, business executives, and community leaders sparking the rise of the greater Bentonville area, which represents one of the fastest growing and most dynamic cities and economies in the United States and is nestled in the Ozark Mountains of Northwest Arkansas in the heartland of America. Hey, I'm your host, James Bell, and I am thrilled to introduce you to Cindy Marsilio. Cindy is Senior Vice President for Corporate Real Estate at Walmart, and it's a real privilege to share this time with Cindy as she is a leader who plays a pivotal role in shaping the future of our thriving community. With over two decades of experience in corporate real estate and government affairs, Cindy is at the forefront of Walmart's monumental project, its new home office right here in Bentonville. Today, we'll explore Cindy's remarkable journey and the significance of Walmart's new campus. We'll also hear insights from her and learn about her experiences and contribution in the greater Bentonville community. Cindy, welcome to the Bentonville Beacon. Thanks for having me. Well, let's start with the uh, easiest question of all. Okay. What would you like the Bentonville Beacon audience to know about you? <laughs> it's always easy to talk about yourself, the starting the starting point, right? You bet. Well, I'm thrilled to be here with you today. Thank you so much. Um, a couple of things about me. I'm a mom to two. My daughter, Grace, is 21 years old, and my son, Wyatt, is a senior at Bentonville High School. He just turned 18 last week, and my husband of soon to be 25 years and I, Mark, and I are about to be empty nesters. Wow. Um, I did hear, though, that it is now now termed free birding, which I just personally like a lot better. So, oh, it, seems, so it seems a fun. lot more fun as we enter that new season of life. Uh, let's see, I've been uh, an employee at Walmart for 17 years. And uh, Mark and I relocated our family to Bentonville about uh, 10 years ago. So we've been in the Northwest Arkansas area for a while now, and we just couldn't be more happy with that time and that transition. Very cool. Where'd you move here from? So I grew up in Alabama, and I mm -hmm. went to Florida State University in Tallahassee. My family uh, is in the restaurant business, and my father and grandfather before him were franchisees in Western Sizzlin Steakhouse franchise, and that took us sort of all over the, the South. And um, when I went back to, to Tallahassee to go to college there, sort of all family members gravitated back. So I still have a lot of, of roots there and stayed after college. I met Mark and we spent 20 years sort of building, he built a business. I, I did sort of went, my first job actually was at a chamber of commerce, the state chamber of commerce. And so I'm oh, having nice. a lot of fond, uh, fond memories there and um, took a role with Walmart after Wyatt was born. And it was a field-based job for, for many years. And so I spent, um, my early years with Walmart there in Tallahassee. And then, like I said, about 10 years ago, an um, opportunity brought us to the area. Oh, that's really neat. Yeah. Well, um, talk about your role at Walmart. What does a senior vice president for corporate real estate do? What are you responsible for? Sure. So, so at Walmart, my role includes um, the office space for the company in the U.S. So it's about 8 million square feet of office space. About 60% of that is here in Northwest Arkansas. And for many years, we um, took care of our, our office 
real estate in the same way we would take care of stores and clubs and fulfillment centers. We have a very robust real estate um, uh, team at Walmart with a lot of experience and history. And when the company decided to go on this new journey with a new corporate home office campus here in Northwest Arkansas, they made the decision, and I think smartly so, to sort of separate it as to not distract from all of our customer-facing transformation and and pull that project aside. And so um, Dan Bartlett, who oversees our corporate affairs uh, organization at Walmart, was assigned that, Jim, whether he... I'm not sure if I'm just speaking to him about his excitement or not, but he got assigned the special project and then asked me to come over and sort of help shepherd that project. We had recently announced it to our associates and to the community, and we had completed some master planning, and we're just getting going in the design phase of the project. So we we pulled corporate real estate apart, and that was January of 2020. And a few weeks later, we all went home for two weeks to flatten the curve, and boy, had workplace started to change during that time. So for for several years, we all lived through that experience together, and it gave us an opportunity to really do two things, continue our project as planned, um, and and I'm grateful for that. It sort of is the reason, if you will, that we kept a real steady hand on that effort and initiative. And in parallel, we were really rethinking and transforming our current office space portfolio. And so when for Walmart, while we have about, again, 60% of square footage here, it's actually a very small number relative sure. to our total employment of corporate-based associates. We have far more associates who come to Northwest Arkansas to visit, to learn, develop, train, celebrate, and other reasons. So it's a real interesting dynamic that separates us a bit, but really led to some of the decisions um, with the campus of the future, which we are um, just starting to open uh, as of the last couple of weeks, a very timely discussion for us. Absolutely. Well, I moved here in December 2020. And since that time, I've driven past uh, that 350 acres yes. that uh, you're building on uh, just about every day. Uh, and for the first part of time, I got to stare at dirt and I didn't realize you were doing work underground. I, I didn't know enough about the process to know that then. Uh, but I've had the uh, pleasure of seeing the uh, campus rise up out of the ground, every aspect of it. And that's been really uh, neat to watch uh, play out. I have a thousand questions. I only have a few I can ask today. Okay. So uh, so I'd love to ask about the campus first then. And that is, uh, the first question I have is, how does the new campus, how's the new home office fit into Walmart's strategy and goals? And uh, I guess the key thing I'm looking for is why a new home office and why now? Sure. Broadly, it is part of our overall aspiration to provide really great jobs with really great benefits. And part of that is to have a home office campus that is fit for the future. We want to retain great talent, attract new great talent. And this was a moment for us that we um, were able to put together parcels, some of which we owned and were using for other purposes. And, and really, one make the commitment that now was the time. And um, as an associate sitting in the audience yeah. back in 2019, when that was shared, I couldn't be more excited about that. Um, then I think as as we began to evolve sort of, sort of those plans, um, work at the same time was changing. But for Walmart, because Bentonville had been our home, staying in Bentonville was a fairly straightforward decision for, sure. for us. We knew that this was the place we wanted to continue to build the future of our of our global company. 
and that Bentonville was um, going to partner with us and and go along in that journey with us. And I actually think that's probably one of the biggest differentiators um, for us to be able to partner with our local public uh, public officials, our other sort of developers in the area, and really take a long view of what we can do for the region, as well as really power the growth for our our company in the future. And so, as we went on that that journey together, I think it just became the right time. We'd also grown over the years in and around Northwest Arkansas, even since Mr. Sam purchased the first home office property way back in 1970. And at the time, he thought it was a little too expensive and a little too big and would last us forever. And of course, a lot has changed over that. And so we needed to bring our teams together. I'm very excited to see what we can do when we all do come together in a community approach where teams can just sort of remove the friction from work, no matter what type of role you're doing in the wide variety of jobs there are at the company, getting people in closer proximity together simply will be more efficient, drive productivity, and just unlocks a lot of collaboration and allows us to move with speed as we want to continue to do. And over the years, that had begun to become an impediment to our mm-hmm. abilities to, to deliver. So I think many teams without, without exception will be delighted when they can just come to a space that is easier to get to, get around, be around the teams in spaces that will flex over time and just really meet their needs in a much more modern way. It's very much a part of our purpose of being people-led, tech-powered. We are still an omni-channel retailer whose purpose it is to save people money so they can live better. That has not changed. The home office will demonstrate that in both its physical attributes, I'm hopeful to say, as well as how we program it. And I couldn't be more excited to get associates there very, very soon and see how they start to to live that out. Yeah, I mean, you'll be able to deliver more of that great value with, as you said, people closer together. The thing I've noticed is people closer together or, or in close proximity creates more innovation. And you're probably going to find new ways to innovate on, on delivering great value to uh, your customers, which is pretty cool. Um, so great jobs with great benefits, um, and and really being about attracting and retaining talent, uh, then. So as associates, uh, come to the new campus, what can they expect? What will their work experience be? You bet. You might've noticed that, um, in those early years, yes, there was a lot of subterranean activity. There's, there's a lot that goes into preparing for Mm -hmm. development of this scale. And you mentioned 350 acres. I like to compare it to sort of an average of, of nine city blocks, if you will. And so it is quite large and it is just about a mile from the downtown Bentonville mm-hmm. Square. And so it very much is in the heart of Bentonville community. We have businesses and residents living on every edge of the campus and it's a unique open environment. And yeah. so you want to be um, very much thoughtful about how you positively impact the community as a whole. And so we put together those those acreage and we put together a development plan that in short is 12 office buildings. They are primarily four and five story buildings. They are clustered around a central amenity space right along 8th Street that cuts through the middle of campus. That's the heart of campus and it includes amenity buildings such as a food hall, a auditorium conference center for us, a hotel. Um, We just recently opened the Walton Family Whole Health and Fitness Center, which I'm sure we'll speak to. There's two central utility plants. There's more than 15 acres of uh, storm retainage ponds. 
and more than seven miles of connected paths and trails, including a direct connection to the Razorback Greenway, which is just going to be one of the most exceptional attributes of the full campus. About half of that campus is developed and about half of that campus will will uh, be be permeable, which is essentially big nature. So yeah. we're incubating about 5,000 trees just north of here. We've brought almost 2,000 of those trees back onto campus now. So it really will, I hope, reflect the natural beauty of this area, be very well connected to the community in a whole variety of ways, and make it really easy for those associates to get to and from those office buildings that are also supported by very conveniently located activated parking decks. Yep. And for Walmart, that's important in addition to a lot of great natural daylight. So I think we've been able to address the things that we have lacked in our office environment for a bit of time and do it in a very humble and restrained way that's very much true to Walmart and our roots, but very much set up for Bentonville and the future of work. So striking that right balance is something we spend a lot of time um, thinking about. That is a neat balance. I have to ask because you didn't mention it. And as a novice mountain biker, I have to know, is the pump track a real thing? Is there really <laughs> going to be a pump track on campus? So so I'm a biker too. And um, what I will say to you is the campus, because we are we sit between public streets, it is going to be lights out as it relates to supporting active transportation. What cool. I am most excited about, we've set a goal to bring 10% of our associates into active commuting by the time we move into campus. And what that means, biking, walking, carpooling, shuttling, and with about half of our corporate-based associates living within five miles of the new home office campus, I find that to be very attainable. So we've put amenities in to support active commuting, but also the biking you do in and around uh, just the commuting. So that sure. includes great trails, great access points, um, covered bike parking, bike gardens, showers, locker rooms, um, and it will include about three and a half miles of soft track trail. It's going to be beginner level. We're going to lean on our local teams and Perfect. experts to help <laughs> us develop and integrate it into that big nature. So I wouldn't necessarily call it a pump track to its true definition. But it really will be a great place to get out and hike and bike and connect in with that Razorback Greenway. We, we couldn't be more thrilled with how that's coming together. And I think that's going to be not only a great, um, a great place to interact during the workday, but also yeah. after the workday. And even the views from those four and five story buildings with the high window count, which is about 50%, by the way, of the exterior's windows. So that's just going to blow people's mind. I can't wait to get people in the, inside those new buildings. Yeah, no doubt. That's really cool. Well, I mean, I'm excited. My office is about uh, maybe an eighth of a mile yes. from uh, the, from campus. And so I can't wait to ride over there on my bike. And sometimes I'll go the other direction to Slaughter Pen and maybe ride some uh, trails that I, I might um, ride skin side down instead of... (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, I would also tell you too that right now we're piloting a great shared e-bike B-cycle program. And so just having e-bikes on campus, I, you know, imagine a day where that, you know, isn't really at that hard start and stop point of our campus. We want to blend those lines, blur those lines, if you will. And that includes hiking, biking, and sort of how the community can interact with the campus. If you're not working as a Walmart associate on campus, is something that I think could be can be pretty compelling for for neighbors and those working just right in our neighborhood as well. Awesome, perfect. Well, before we get into what the community can expect, and I think you've shared a little bit about it, uh, 
but uh, I wonder if you can expand on how the new campus aligns with Walmart's uh, values and initiatives, but uh, lean into perhaps the sustainability part of it. Happy to, happy to. I think that you would find campus will demonstrate our commitment to being a regenerative company, simply put, being additive, period, and being a a meaningful part of building the community in which we operate our stores, as well as in our condition here, our offices, as well as club and fulfillment centers around the world. And I think that um, for us, you'll see it come to life in the physical sense, but also sort of how we behave there. That for me, very simply put, yes, sustainability is a part of it. If you think of it in terms of our aspirations to drive zero waste, zero emissions, those are choices we've made. be 100% powered by renewable energy, not just for campus, but building capacity uh, so that our entire community can go on that journey with us. So we've been primarily electric and that is a great investment we've made. We've worked with the city of Bentonville. We relocated a city substation to ensure that additional power loads for today, as well as for growth in the future, can be accommodated, bearing those lines and extending that capacity so that not just Walmart and our campus can be fit for the future, but all of our ratepayers that share in that benefit. And I think that's another great example of Walmart going above and beyond to just lean into the right pieces and being a regenerative company. The, the energy piece is important. Zero waste is another, and those are just choices, both through construction. We've diverted more than 95% of our construction waste through demolition. We've either reused or repurposed or recycled that waste. We make those decisions every day as we think about how we operate campus. So composting is another, going to durables and reusables and minimizing single-use plastics. And so those are some of the things that our sustainability experts within the business have been guiding us all along the way through design, construction, and now as we think about starting to open and operate it. And then materials, how you, how you select to build. Mm. One great example is our beautiful mass timber selections for our office buildings. That, that cross-laminated timber is primarily domestically and regionally grown. It's beautiful southern yellow pine. And not only does it have great regenerative, sustainable qualities to it, but it is amazing to look at. And I just can't wait to, you see a little bit of that potentially Mm -hmm. as you're driving through and across campus and around in the office buildings. But as we sort of build that into the design, it's just one of many material choices you you can make to minimize the footprint. So I do think it represents the Walmart we are today, the Walmart we want to be of tomorrow. And I appreciate you asking about that. It's, it's things that kind of get lost in the excitement of opening a new space and putting the finishing touches on it. But I think principle-based choices all along the way, that's one of those that kind of represent being true to who we are. And it it makes my job of making decisions, sort of considering all the the factors around the the hundreds of decisions we have to make on a weekly basis, a little easier to do because they're just principle-based. They're rooted in our purpose. And we get a lot of great input and direction from our associates and our leadership and the experts within the business and outside the business. And I think it should um, be a be a, a real testament to the the type of company we are. Perfect. Yeah, I, I I noticed it looks like you're even planting some native plants. You bet. I, Listen, I've been driving past that, and I think it's really cool. You're starting to see as we've opened up some of the new roads around Fifth Street mm-hmm. and P Street, some segments as we continue to go along on this broader journey. Thank you for your patience, Bentonville. We know it's peak nuisance time for a lot of us, but as we as we sort of expand and ensure that our transportation systems are prepared for this future growth and future growth of the community writ large, in addition to what we're doing at Walmart. It has been great to sort of put some of the early 
natural elements back in. So think about sustainable plants native to the area that can be sort of um, fully sort of watered and conditioned through the stormwater management that we have on site. Mm -hmm. So not pulling from the area, but also helping some of our existing storm and, and drainage issues the area had before. For So we've solved some of the problems, planned for the future, and I think some of those selections you're starting to see. And we want to take really good care of that. So we've built um, and taken some really great advice from our experts in the area. And we just call that big nature. I think people will find in the first few years it looks great. And a few years after that, it's just going to look phenomenal. Yeah, you bet. Well, um, let's talk about the timeline for opening. Okay. You have a building open. What What is the timeline for uh, opening buildings and getting associates on campus? And- you bet. Well, we mentioned operation. a little bit about, you know, during during 2020 and 2021, we were able to keep the project moving forward on schedule. And I am really proud of the fact that we're remaining very, very consistent with our original schedule, which was to open in phases through 2025. So uh, we were able to go ahead and open up a layout center for our merchants in 2019. So, so grateful that we were able to get that facility together. That is a where our merchants come together and innovate and ideate and really solve customer problems daily, regularly. Then we were able to uh, put in our hydronic loop and all of our subterranean, all the stormwater and, you know, utilities and water and all the things that we could talk for another hour on. But basically, um, when we were able to turn over two central utility plants, that really smoothed the way for going vertical. We were able to accelerate our parking decks. That is Mm -hmm. a a very efficient, modular designed. Those parking garage pieces come on site. They're made nearby and they're pulled into a truck. And we just, you saw that go up in a yeah. real efficient way. And that's great for a complex mega build like this. You can have those contractors come in, get in, get off, and it reduces the complexity on the job site. Then we were able to come in and put some amenity buildings sort of in place. And then the office buildings will follow. So for us, just two weeks ago, we were able to open up the very first amenity building on mm-hmm. campus on schedule, which is the Walton Family Whole Health and Fitness. And love just to talk a little bit about it. But in May of this year, we will open up the Little Squiggles Children Enrichment Center. And that's nice. our on-site daycare. Super excited about that. And then at the end of this year, going into the beginning of next year, we will open the AC Marriott in Bentonville. And that's a 153-room nice. hotel primarily focused on our visiting associates coming to campus, but certainly open to the public. And I think it will be a great, um, one of many new hotels coming to the area, actually. Um, So that brings us to the end of this year in 2024, which is just going to fly by for us. It's a big year because really the beginning of 2025, we start finishing office buildings. And as we open 12 office buildings through 2025, We'll also open up our food hall, which has a subterranean catering kitchen to support all the many food needs on campus. Sam Walton Hall, which is where we have mm-hmm. a, we can support many of the large events we have on campus just because of our size. So that has a 15-person um, auditorium and another 1,500-person auditorium and a 1,500-person multi-purpose conference space. We, our business meetings tend to be large with some, with some teams, and so we needed a space where we can accommodate that. And the second and third floor of that building are our learning and development centers, as I mentioned, for those many, many field associates and teams coming to visit campus over, over a given year. I think this year, James, we were up to close to 100,000 nights back in visiting associates coming wow. to visit for Walmart business. Then when you layer onto that 
suppliers, vendors, those coming to do business with us, um, as well as other visitors and guests that that come. We understand and want to make those journeys really smooth as well. So if you take through 24, we're going to do a few more amenities. And then all through 2025, we'll be opening up office buildings, moving associates, so that by the end of 2025, we hope to be fully occupied on campus. We'll then divest ourselves of those spaces, polish up those trails, get that landscape and hardscape in, get that greenway open and available for uh, the public use on any given time. And we'll be able to really start running this um, exciting new place. And like I said, seeing how our associates and guests really interact and it's never done. It's a living, breathing environment. And, and I tell people all the time, it, it won't be perfect. Um, but man, we're going to get a lot of great new winning work environment experiences. And my team's here to just to adjust and flex along the way. That is so exciting. I can't wait to see it. So let's get to that first building that's okay. that's open, the, the Walton Family Whole Health and Fitness Center. Did I get that right? You did. Excellent. You did. Ta- I haven't toured it yet, so tell me about it. I've seen some incredible pictures. You know, let me take you back even a little further for just a minute. Okay. 40 years ago, Sam and Helen had the foresight to gift a fitness center to Walmart Associates in the area. Not just those working in the general office at the time, but for all associates, stores, clubs, fulfillment centers. They wanted to make it, they believed in a healthy lifestyle. They believed in wellness, mind, body, and spirit. Mm-hmm. And they, it was very forward thinking at the time yeah. to, to build and, and gift a facility like that in this community. And so for the last 40 years, it has served as a place for Walmart and their family members, by the way to enjoy and meet and the stories that have come to life just in this journey of, of transferring to the new facility have just been delightful. And then many, many, many of your listeners and our neighbors sure. have an experience in the Walton Life Fitness Center. It's grown, it's changed. In the 90s, we put in a tennis center. And, and as we were moving to the new home office, the family really challenged us to, to do something unique and forward thinking. And I will tell you, it, it really landed well with me personally. The Whole Health Institute, the Heartland mm-hmm. Whole Health Institute was just getting started. They were educating us on what does whole health mean? How how could it be that an individual can, you know, define their own purpose, be given a place and programs and resources to, through their life, take care of their whole self and therefore sort of change this paradigm of healthcare in, in our country? And furthermore, how can an employer who many of us receive our health insurance through and coverage experience through, how can we play a role to accelerate that? And furthermore, how can a large employer like Walmart in the area, how do we partner and leverage that paradigm shift to not only just, we knew we were going to be building a a new fitness center. So how do you create spaces and places that can grow over time? And that is what the whole health and fitness, Walton Family Whole Health and Fitness really is. So everything that our associates and their families enjoyed from the fitness center. Tennis, three killer pools. There is, yes, four pickleball courts, indoor and out. <laughs> we have great court spaces, hit spaces, six studios, functional fitness. Everything got a little bigger and then there's room to grow. We've added a new nutrition kitchen, a connect cafe with just a wonderful nutritious menu, a space called Common Ground for really peer-to-peer or uh, teacher-led education and programming. And for these first 90 days of opening, it's really just a lot of testing and learning. And we'll then develop schedules where we can bring some of those programs and classes to our associates. So they are 
signing up. They are loving it. We we opened the doors. It, it does have the youth activity center so families can enjoy that space. And it was delightful to be over there and just see kids over there engaging. My 17-year-old, now 18-year-old, can't get enough of the fitness space. Um, and now how teams can come over and um, take advantage of that space at work. So it is very appropriate that it was the first amenity to open. Um, we couldn't be more grateful for the financial gift from the Walton family to, to build that facility for us. Um, and it allowed us to do some really special, unique things. Uh, keep parking really nearby. The pass and a northern lake is up near that space. So it's just got indoor and outdoor amenities that I also would say demonstrate Walmart's commitment to our associates, to their families, to their well-being. And I think it's going to be a place for me personally that we just watch change over time. And um, so I invite you to a tour. Let's go over yeah, and see it. Absolutely. Well, uh, I'm, a, I'm really excited. Yeah, I'd love to see it. I'm a little bit jealous that I don't have access to it. So to my dear wife out there, I know you're going to check this out first. She says she's she claims to be my first listener, uh, our, our first listener uh, or, or viewer each week. Um, and I believe her. Um <laughs> And uh, she's a radiology tech. So when she goes back to work, we just had a second baby. When she goes back to work, I'm really encouraging her. You should probably go to Walmart Health so I can have access to the fitness center. I, you know, it is, it is not lost on me how special and unique amenities can be. Yeah. And I do feel like we're going to have a really exceptional place to drive productivity and work, make it really frictionless, no matter how you're coming to work, how often you're coming, what type of work you do, because the variety is very wide within our organization. But it really will help keep us driving that productivity. And some of these amenities that kind of are table stakes now in the yeah. workplace, I just love how Walmart has leaned in and made it more accessible for ourselves as associates and their family members. And that does make it a little unique. So hence the size, hence the scale of it. and um, we just appreciate people's patience as we kind of kick the tires a little bit and, and get it get it sort of burned in over these next couple of months. Cool. Well, you know, one thing I find uh, most exciting about the new uh, home office is that, uh, you know, well, I'll say this. Most companies, um, in fact, I don't know of a corporate office I've, or, or a headquarters that I've ever visited for any company anywhere where they were excited about inviting people who weren't supposed to be there, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> onto campus, but but here Walmart's saying, no, we want to invite outsiders to come onto campus. We want the community on the, the campus. Nobody does that. That's that's very exciting. So you've talked about some of the trails and the such that the uh, community can expect on campus. What else sure, will sure. members of the community be able to experience? So it is a place of work, a place of business. And much like we sort of have, have um sort of invited guests and people doing business, that will function much the same way. So if I'm working on campus, I'll still wear my badge and mm -hmm. that will provide me access to office buildings and the food hall and the amenities that are meant to power a work day. Sure. Um, the Greenway is another great one I've mentioned, but I'll give you another fabulous example that I do think is a bit unique. Four of those parking garages located on campus through 8th Street and J Street we have almost 60,000 square feet of private tenant space planned. So sure. we right now are in conversations with local, regional, and national food and beverage providers, service providers, and, and other retailers to add to that growing uh, dynamic that's changing so in a, such a fun, exciting way around Bentonville, bringing in great restaurants that not only supplement the Walmart associate experience during the day, but will be available to the public. So there's surface lots built in close proximity to those spaces 
so that associates as well as anyone in Bentonville can enjoy. So we'll have more to come on who those are in the very near mm-hmm. future as we start to unveil those over the over the coming year. But I think that's a really great way to take a functional building aspect like a parking deck that we absolutely need to provide, you know, functional car journeys. And that needs to be smooth for for many of our associates too. But how we activate that space to be to play many roles in street front retail, as we call it, will be another special place. So more to come on that. But I would just, I also would say that 8th Street experience. Yeah. Um, I actually just got to drive straight from J Street all the way over to Walton today. I thought, oh, great. Now it's a little dicey as we continue us and the city. We are being very mindful, but that 8th Street corridor from Walton all the way to the interstate, is just going to be a really exciting, dynamic place. And we'll play our part through campus, both on 8th Street, J Street, some of the private streets, the Greenway. And you know, I think it'll be a place where where people can come and enjoy it, understand, get to know Walmart a little bit more, and and maybe take advantage of some of that big nature and trails on top. Exciting. I mean, you mentioned Eighth Street, and I'm watching it play out, and it's really exciting because, in many ways, I feel like that Eighth Street exit is the new entrance to Bentonville. For a lot of people, that's how they will experience Bentonville. They will come in straight through the Walmart campus. And uh, I think it's really exciting. And I was hoping that you would mention that retail space. So I'm glad you did. And I can't wait for you all to uh, unveil uh, what's coming. Um, You mentioned the Razorback Greenway being sort of purposefully rerouted uh, through campus. And I think you said seven miles of soft and hard path. Is that what you said a moment ago? You bet. I mean, there's there's, that's really three things. Sidewalks all through campus Mm -hmm. connected paths two wide sort of east and west promenades that connect some of the buildings together. The Greenway does expand. And if you think about how we use the Greenway, so whether you're walking or biking, however you're engaging with the Greenway, when you're at work and and coming out, you're often in multiples, twos, threes, Mm -hmm. and fours. And so we've expanded that Greenway path so that we unobstruct the community pass through, but those of us getting out for a quick walk in the middle of the day or having a kind of a team connection or just walking the greenway for for a bit of the sunshine can enjoy. So you'll know that you've come onto campus and come off to campus. There's four tunnels planned under the main um, streets that go over the greenway. So it's a nice, mm-hmm. safe, unobstructed experience. It'll be very beautiful. There's some big nature in and around the the greenway and some really great cultural moments, some points of pride that we'll be able to unveil. We're designing now that I think really bring the unique Walmart culture to life, um, the purpose to life, and we'll drive some real Instagrammable moments for our associates. Excellent. Well, that's exciting to hear about. And this is a lot about your commitment to the quality of life and just the healthy lifestyle for your associates, but also uh, for the community. So, So pivoting a little off of that, how does Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas help you and help your family live your best lives. We couldn't be bigger champions of the Bentonville area. I, I often find myself on travels or, or answering that question of, you know, where are you from? Where do you live? And people laugh. They're like, you should be on the, representing the chamber. I'm like, I do. I have been. I just finished a term with the chamber. And it's That's just, right. it does, I do think it's incumbent upon all of us to sort of tell that story. We all, I think, would feel like there was a time where, hey, I'm going to Bentonville and, and Walmart was a part of that, or Tyson was a part of that. And we have these beautiful, large anchor employers, and we're very proud mm-hmm. to play a role in that. That shift into a much more diverse and entrepreneurial business community, as you well know, I think has been 
really neat to see. We love what's happening in the bike scene. My husband's a mountain biker. I'm on gravel. We are committed to, to doing more and just enjoying the heck out of it. And it's been great to meet the, that community um, and all those special fun people and all the camaraderie that comes around with it. Uh, we are active in the aviation community as well. And I just think what's happening in the culinary and art scene, it's, you and I were speaking before we started today, it's really hard to keep up with everything that's going on. But that, I think, is such a, a delightful array of things to fill your time, no matter what your recreation time is. But even more important than that for me, Bentonville's evolution to becoming a much more um, broad, evolving, thoughtfully inclusive community so that people who visit here or choose to build a life and a family or have a career here, everybody feels they belong. And I just, I can see examples of that happening. It's a journey that we're on together and we can play a lot. I can play my own unique role. My family can play a unique role, but I think we all can find a place inside the community to, to be additive to that. I think it's very unique. And I think Bentonville's desire to be its best Bentonville, be the best Bentonville we can be, allows us to chart that path. And it's up to each one of us as individuals and, and, whether that's volunteering or in your neighborhood or, or in clubs or organizations you choose to get involved in, I feel compelled to encourage everybody to just pick something and, and get involved in it and, and be additive to that, that community that we're, all, that we're all building and improving every day. I love that, being additive. Also, I like that you mentioned Bentonville being the next best Bentonville. Uh, if there's one thing that you know, I, I hear a lot about the next Austin, the next this, the next that. I forget all that. We have uh, so much uniquely yeah, going right. for us. And I think as you as you grow, what is also special that this place has taken a very long view. And I recently came from a meeting that included public sector, private sector, not-for-profit, hospitals, a, a very wide variety of interests, all growing and developing in some unique way. And the conversation is about how do we go in the same direction so that all the important things like infrastructure and quality of life are improved along the way. That other communities doing developments of our size or even just smaller would, would really be envious, I think, of that collaboration, long view mentality, being bold. And Yes, there's unique capital deployment happening in this area, sure. but I think the the end goal is very, very much similar in mind. And when you can kind of look 50 years, 60 years out and build back, you can avoid some of the perils of a growing community while still being a really great special place here in Northwest Arkansas. That's exactly right. Hey, look, I know a lot of places where there are folks putting a lot of money into the community, but if people aren't walking together in the same direction... And if they don't have that view for making the next best version of themselves, uh, it's all for naught. Yeah. That's that's been my uh, what I noticed, and we we do have that 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 magic sauce here. And, and the individuals least, doing yeah. it enjoy doing it. Yeah. They enjoy spending that time together and helping other people succeed. And I, I just think that that's pretty pretty special. Yeah. Maybe that's our southern hospitality, our heartland attitude. I'm not sure, but I I'll take it all day long. Absolutely. Well, hey, before we move to the next question, I want to thank you for your, uh, you spent three years, was it, on the the uh, Greater Bentonville Area Chamber of Commerce Board of Directors, uh, just rolled off. So uh, thank you for um, your leadership there. Of course, that's what, that's where I work. And so I want to thank you for I got a lot out of that. Helping. More than I gave, I feel like. I'm certainly, I enjoyed that experience. Well, as a staff member, I really appreciate, uh, you know, your guidance, the board's guidance. 
in uh, setting strategy and guiding us toward the future. It is a wonderful organization. Every business should be a member of the Bentonville Chamber of Commerce. Absolutely. I'll second <laughs> that. Did, did, okay. <laughs> you, you, you did great. <laughs> For only... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need to figure out what the pennies a day it is it costs because it really is it's a, great a, a low cost in the scheme of things. Exactly. Hey, um, Cindy, will you share a memorable, we'll call it a hashtag because Bentonville moment? That's a story, something that happened where you reflect on it and you think, I think that could only happen in Bentonville where it describes the essence of our community. Mine's going to be probably very similar to what other people might have told you okay. stories of in the past, because I do think it's pretty cool where you can go to the square to get a cup of coffee and there's Snoop Dogg, or you walk into a Walmart and there's Paris Hilton yep. or Gina Davis at the Bentonville Film Festival or... The list goes on and on. And there's a really interesting thing that I feel like happens with celebrities. It's, it's fun and interesting and delightful. But people are so surprised on their end when they depart here. They think, this is a great town. What do we know? And, um, you know? and I think sending that back off into the communities is, is wonderful. But that really is a very unique thing. We had Allie Love from Peloton. I'm a big Peloton oh, yeah. Allie Love fan. She came and helped us grand open the facility and just had wonderful words of encouragement for, for our associates and our members. And I thought, but for Walmart and but for Bentonville, here is somebody that I see virtually and feel like I have a relationship, probably not correctly, but we, you know, I've got to meet her in person. And I just think those are some really cool moments. And that can happen anywhere around Northwest Arkansas on any given Tuesday. And there's a lot of reasons that drive that. And I think it's pretty fun. That's great. That's a, that's a, that's a good way of putting it. I love it. Um, as we start winding down our discussion, sure. uh, I want to ask you an advice question, maybe a whimsical question to sort of get in your head and figure out a little more about yeah, how you okay. think and, and who you are. And, okay. and then we'll do some wrap up. Uh, so let's start with the advice question. I want to make sure I get my question right because I wrote it down. Okay. Um, as as someone with extensive experience in in corporate real estate and government affairs, uh, you've worked in roles where, for certain, you've encountered some complex challenges, uh, complex projects and challenges. So, what advice do you have for aspiring leaders as they think about in the way as as they propel their careers? How can uh, tackling the most difficult challenges and choosing to do that uh, in their work help them pro propel their careers forward? Uh, and and why should they tackle those difficult challenges offered question. by their organizations? <laughs> question. I, I will tell you uh, a couple of things. I have a very non-traditional path professionally to the role that I've had the opportunity to serve in. I have an exceptional team doing design, build, and operations. And, and as a group, I have learned as much from them and continue to do that on the daily. Part of the things in that journey are attributable to behaviors that I exhibit and things I have to do every single day. As I started out in a government affairs role and helping get stores and clubs cited for the company in the Southeast of, of the U.S., it's very relationship and understanding and you really want to take that extra moment to help people get to understand your motives, your your business. What are we trying to accomplish? Who we are, and put a face to that. And so, I'm a very big believer in building strong relationships, so that when things are more difficult to work out, you you have a foundation. And I think Walmart as an organization helped me really develop that, and I help other people sort of put that to work in any job. I think it's just a highly applicable thing. Work can be really fun. It can be really hard, and relationships and trust 
help help work through those those and find a find a meeting place. So that's one thing. I I did a bit of work for the state of Florida and government before I came into Walmart and and I had responsibility for the portfolio in the state of Florida. And at the time I never thought that sort of real estate, we you know, managing these capital building and fleet and office space and cafeteria. And I thought this isn't really it was a great opportunity. I just didn't know that it would come back around in such a meaningful way later. And just managing a lot of um, stakeholders and feedback. This is a project that has a lot of important critical stakeholders, our associates working there every day, those visiting, the community engaging. And I think that sort of um, being able to create a path of complex project management with, with all the right ways and making sure that you're listening along the way is something that I am certain will get us a better result of this project. But that's another thing that I've learned through sort of the the projects I've been afforded to work on at Walmart. And I think I'm just one example of many, many, many people who have had lots of different ways. And during those those pieces of work or that time in their career, if you sort of go, that's, I want to be more of that. And I want to be that more of that type of person and therefore that type of coworker and leader than it sticks. Then you sort of go, how can I be trusted to get things done? And I think that's often underrated piece of advice. You can be yeah. strategic and thoughtful and have have um, be a great leader of teams and builder of teams. And But if you cannot also, and it's really hard to bring it all the way down to the granular final finishing touches and have that attention to detail. Are the soaps full in every single locker room on opening day and be trusted to do that with budget and schedule and experience in mind and always making those trade-offs, I think is something that my team has taught me a lot of. We try to to hold each other accountable for that every day. And um, those are some of the ways that I think you could you could put any any seemingly potential overwhelming challenge. How do we get 350,000 acres developed? How do we get millions of office square feet? How do we do it in a fairly short period of time without disrupting the community in totality, but doing it in a way with with purpose and passion, it's really fun. But being trusted to deliver it all the way to the end is something that I think I'm still accountable for. This will be a big year for us. Next year will be a big year for us. And then, like I said, being ready to change and flex based upon how our associates and guests tell us, um, that's what we're here to do. All right. I jotted myself some one-word notes here, and they were purpose, passion, detail, trust, accountability, adaptability, and balance. Sounds like a perfect Walmart team building conversation. <laughs> it is very true, though. I put that, you know, I don't think that's just a work kind of right. advice. I think that's just in how you sort of plan your purpose and what gives you energy in your in your personal life. And as you go through these many seasons, as you welcome a new baby into your yeah. life, things are changing. And if you can sort of take these increments of time and seasons and go, all right, what's working really well that I want to continue to do? And where's my opportunity to go polish that up? I just think being curious and finding that skills in other people and taking your version of that is just really helps develop you all along the way. And, you know, stop doing the things that, that you don't want to be anymore, right? You got to stop and start and make some space. So we're all, we're all works in progress. And I think that is part of what I would say in probably much more eloquent way that the whole health concept is helping me personally identify and work towards. And then how we can sort of scale that and spread that throughout our associate base is pretty is pretty exciting and how we can partner with other teams in the in the company that, to make that happen. 
All right. That's good. I added one more word, added curiosity and and wrapped around all that is I'm going to add to that seasons of life uh, because, (laughs) which I have experienced a lot of seasons of life. (laughs) I thought that might be on your mind. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's true. Absolutely. Um, I I too have a a really winding path of (laughs) ending up where I ended up, Uh, but seasons of life is a good description uh, to put around it. Uh, Cindy, I'm going to give you two whimsical questions. Uh, the first one is, what's the most unexpected uh, or interesting piece of trivia about yourself that maybe people don't know? You know, one of the things as we begin to free bird, right, I would say uh, on my mind, it could be interesting. Yeah, Mark and I are already kind of listing out places we want to go, things we want to do. I have a 1970s Volkswagen bus and my family used to camp growing up and I had a real fond memory of that. And a few years ago, I came across one that's almost identical to one we spent many, many a day and holiday in. And so I'm going to get her um, back on the road and refurbish it out there. So if you see me tooling around town, that's uh, yes, that is me. Yes, it's 1970. Yes, it's all original. And and uh, yes, I'm probably on a five minute journey from my house. That's about all she can do right now. So, so that's a little something that we're having fun with. And I can't wait to have a little more time spent on that. That's neat. I like it. You, Mark's not going to make you fly around everywhere. <laughs> he probably will flying. do that also. Yeah. He probably will do that also, but there's there's time for all of that. Absolutely. Um, okay, next one. If you could create a holiday, what would, oh, let me try this again. If you could create a holiday, what would it be called and how would people celebrate it? This one's an easy one. And I'm going to call it Ride to Work Wednesdays. Nice. It is what we are doing right now. And if everyone just takes a minute to hop on a bike or take a walk to work, enjoy nature when the seasons are, are compatible, I think it could do a lot for us as individuals. It does a lot for our community. And I think people can have a lot of fun with it. So Ride to Work Wednesdays, I would make it every Wednesday. And again, it'll help us meet some of the goals. And I think there's a lot of people in this community uh, working towards that effort. And, and if you just get on it once, you go, wait a minute, this is really fun and I can ride to work and I can have a little fun on the weekends and and maybe I can start to take some of those miles off my vehicle. Nice. Maybe we can get Mayor Orman to do a proclamation that in Bentonville every Wednesday is ride to work. I'm, I'm here for that. I'm here for that. Excellent. Um, okay. Last two questions. Okay. If somebody wants to reach you or if they want to learn more about the uh, new home office project, how do they do that? Easy. Uh, Walmart's corporate website, search new home office. There's a great site there with an interactive map. There's tours. There's a video series that gives a little bit more context and history about the design and the purpose of of the workplace, the unique attributes to it. Um, We're changing it every day and adding to it. It is a wonderful resource that our teams have put together for our associates, but also open to the community. So I would just do the corporate Walmart site, new home office, and everything you need is there. Perfect. Okay, last question. Sure. What's something I should have asked you that I did not ask? You did a really thorough job. Thank you for that. I feel like it's important to, people are curious about the project. I think we hit on that. And especially as you open up in phases, it, it, it becomes kind of a little bit confusing for the community. Um, I feel like keeping in mind that it is very thoughtfully done with our company purpose in mind it will be a winning work environment. Yeah, It will be done very true to who we are as a company and as a culture within Walmart. And it will nurture people in place. Those principles have taken us through from the beginning. And I appreciate the thoughtfulness that was put into that at the beginning, because I think as you start to deliver and open 
the built environment, which really just should be a manifestation of a special culture of a company. And I think we have a really special one at Walmart. I think pulling people together to collaborate, as you said, innovate, celebrate, there's always going to be a need for that. And so delivering an open campus environment in this really special community at this really special time has just, it's been a privilege. It is, it is tough. It is fun. But I couldn't be more thrilled to get to the point just like this month where we were able to open the doors and see the faces of, in this case, associates and their families. And it just, I think the team is very proud of their work and they've got more to do and we're going to keep our heads down to deliver it. So keeping the end state in mind, staying true to those principles and purpose, it really, I think, will help people go, yeah, I, I get Walmart. And not only do I get Walmart, but I get who Walmart is and is going to be. And I think that's Bentonville and our partners around the community have have played an active role in helping us do that. So it's just a, a privilege and I couldn't be more thrilled to come here and share a little bit of it with you and, and your viewers and listeners. Thank you. I appreciate it. You bet. Well, this conversation has been really an illuminating journey. I, I, I believe uh, through the corridors of Walmart and through uh, some of your professional life. And so I appreciate you uh, coming on the show. I appreciate everything that you do for the you community, bet. not just with Walmart, but in a volunteer capacity, the work you've done with the chamber and so on. So thank you so much, Cindy, for coming on the show. You bet. Let's go for a tour. Sounds good. Okay. We'll do it soon. You bet. Hey, to our Bentonville Beacon audience, thank you for tuning in and for sharing your time with us. Uh, Cindy's story is a shining example of how dedication, innovation, and community focus is driving transformative change in Greater Bentonville. And as you've heard, the new Walmart home office is not just a workplace. It's a community hub for engagement and an inviting beacon for our Bentonville community. So if you're inspired by Cindy's story and Walmart's transformational home office project, please share this episode with your friends and your colleagues. And whether you're watching on BentonvilleBeacon.com or listening on your favorite podcast platform, go ahead and hit that subscribe button to stay updated with the stories of the entrepreneurs, business exec executives, and community leaders who are sparking the rise of Greater Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas, where you get more of what you want and less of what you don't. So until we meet again, keep exploring, keep connecting, and keep celebrating the unique stories that make our community an extraordinary place to live, work, and play. See you next time.